Hello, everyone. When we come to the topic of nutraceuticals to help support fertility, reproductive outcomes, there's a few favorite vitamins and nutraceuticals that always come to mind, and I would say have more research on them than others. And I think one that we see consistently across the web that patients are aware of um, for fertility, but also for other purposes, is vitamin D. And vitamin D is one of those nutrients that we have to be really well aware of being Canadians, being in North America. Um, it's often a, a vitamin that many of us have a tendency to become deficient in. And with good reason, especially here in Ottawa, where we get almost six months of winter, it's very easy to become deficient in a, a vitamin that really requires sunshine to really get those levels up. And we can also absorb vitamin D through our diet. However, sun exposure is one of the main sources of vitamin D. And it's a very interesting and very unique how the body produces vitamin D from sunshine simply just by capturing uh, sunlight on the in the skin the conversion of cholesterol to a precursor for vitamin D which is later converted to something called calcitriol and calcitriol then later converted to active vitamin D in the kidneys and so our body's able and equipped to produce this really important vitamin for us and we're still learning quite a bit of how this vitamin actually impacts our overall health. There's new research coming out on a weekly basis on, on reproductive health. We see on average anywhere from 100, 150 to 250 research papers a week just on the Canadian database. And this is quite significant. And we will always see uh, throughout the year various studies on vitamin D and we're learning more and more about it. And we're still understanding to what degree vitamin D is actually essential or um, an integral part of supporting fertility for uh, sperm health, for implantation, for miscarriage risk, for pregnancy rates. And over the next five, 10 years, I imagine we'll have a lot more information about this to accur accurately understand and more thoroughly understand how important this vitamin is for us. What we've seen over the last few years with newer research is vitamin D seems to be quite important for significant or specific subgroups of patients dealing with infertility. We see this with polycystic ovarian syndrome where vitamin D has a very important component in regulating some of the hormonal changes that can occur with PCOS, how it can affect ovulation. There have been limited studies looking at how vitamin D might affect implantation rates with IVF and how vitamin D may actually impact sperm health and how vitamin D can impact the calcium levels in sperm and affect their motility. Vitamin D is something we see to have a, a very close relationship in patients that have low AMH levels. So patients who have an early decline in AMH levels or lower than we would expect for age, their age, vitamin D seems to have a significant role in potentially impacting those AMH levels. So vitamin D does quite a few different things. And a, a very new study published on the role of vitamin D for fertility 
uh, specifically for patients going for IVF and embryo transfer, showed that taking vitamin D may be associated with increased reproductive outcomes. So for example, the implantation rate may actually go up in this new, based on this newer study where they looked at almost four to 500 patients going for IVF embryo transfer. And then we get to the question of, you know, when do we check for vitamin D? Because this is something that is, as we've discussed, maybe important for reproductive health and for fertility, but may also have a significant impact on other health parameters, um, with some studies showing that it may affect cancer risk, for example, or bone health or mood. So checking for vitamin D uh, obviously can be done any time of the year. But what we're seeing is there are of all the seasons, two specific seasons when patients seem to have the lowest vitamin D levels all year round or from the year all year when we compare patients at different times um, of the year. And this happens to occur during the winter season and during the spring season. And so basically coming out of the winter, going into the spring, patients still seem to have very low vitamin D levels. And going into the summer and fall, that's when we start to see patients actually having optimal or better vitamin D levels with increased sun exposure over the last few months. So just because we jump into spring doesn't mean the vitamin D levels automatically jump up. It can take a bit of time for those levels to actually start climbing. So for patients that are going for fertility treatments, it may be of value to look at these vitamin D levels. And if you have a planned IVF, IUI, it's essential to talk about this with your healthcare provider, how vitamin D may be impacting your fertility or may impact your uh, reproductive outcomes. Um, Some studies looking at how low vitamin D may actually impact or lower the number of follicles retrieved with IVF as well, uh, based on limited studies. So this can be an essential uh, discussion to have and see if this is something worth looking into. And many times the answer is yes for patients, especially because the risk of um, low amounts of vitamin D supplementation seem to be quite low. And there are some contraindications where you don't want to take vitamin D, particularly where patients have have had a history of hypercalcemia, uh, certain kidney stones, uh, patients who have lymphoma, sarcoidosis, among a few other conditions. So it's always important to check with your healthcare provider if vitamin D supplementation is safe for you. But overall, it has a very large safety profile with a few exceptions. So vitamin D for patients that are trying to conceive um, year round and have been going through this infertility process for quite some time now, it may be of benefit to look at those vitamin D levels going into the winter. So not in the middle of winter, but perhaps at the end of fall to see where those levels are. And if they're deficient, to speak with your healthcare provider on what an optimal dose would be to actually bring those levels up and then to check that those levels have indeed come up. And if those levels are optimal at the end of fall, looking at what a maintenance maintenance dose is. So what would be an optimal maintenance dose for you based on your diet, your level of sun exposure or outdoor activity, uh, based on your ethnicity, skin color, determining what would be an optimal level for you to help prevent deficiency deficiency during the winter. So if you're trying to conceive through November, December, January, February to see if that vitamin D um, is optimal and to make sure that it's working in your favor to support fertility. 
And then it may be of benefit also to check those vitamin D levels coming out of the winter and into the fall, uh, sorry, into the spring. So sometime in mid-spring, just to make sure that those levels have indeed stayed up with the maintenance dose, or in case they have actually fallen again, in which case it may be a good idea to speak with your healthcare provider to go back on a optimal dose of vitamin D to bring those levels up. And if the vitamin D levels have held strong and high or in an optimal range for you, then speaking with your healthcare provider about keeping up with the maintenance dose of vitamin D. So this is a general recommendation for patients that are trying to conceive year-round naturally in between fertility treatments. But obviously, if you're going for a assisted reproductive technology like IVF, IUI, ICSI, it may be a good idea to also check prior to those treatment options to make sure those vitamin D levels are actually in an optimal range. Vitamin D is one of the one of the many supplements or nutrients we look at, and it's not an you know a, a conclusive or um, a be all and end all supplement that's going to totally change fertility, but it seems to have in the current research some level of significant impact on various health parameters uh, related to fertility. And we're still learning what those are and which patients may benefit most from the vitamin most from vitamin D. But uh, considering how high of a safety profile the vitamin D has, it's definitely worth considering and having a conversation about it before a fertility treatment or while you're trying to conceive. And it's one of many nutrients that can be potentially beneficial for patients trying to conceive, but it's one that is of particular interest for patients in North America. The information covered in this podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a replacement for medical consultation or medical advice. Please speak with your licensed healthcare provider prior to making any changes to your treatment plan and or medications. Thank you.